Rochelle Tayag Ramirez. I'm here with my brother. Yes, Romeo Tayag. Thank you. Okay. We're doing a podcast on growing up Filipinos in the East Coast. We Filipinos came... or Filipino? Filipino. You said Filipinos. See? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. You ready? Yep. Okay. Hi, everyone. This is Rochelle Tayag Ramirez with my brother. Romeo Tayag. Welcome, welcome. Como esta? Pasensia now for the long and long delayed wait. Yes, it has been a long time. But the subject today is what, John G.? It is to follow up on the isms last week from the people who perpetuate the best, the masters of the gossip, the aunties. Oh my god. If 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 gossip was a Filipino martial art, they would be the gurus or the tuhans of Eskrima of gossip. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can't wait to get that kind of criticism. To me, I see the aunties as a the coach, the life coach, we actually did not ask for. So let us start. Where do you want to start, John G? Uh, we can start anywhere. I mean, I'm pretty sure, uh, especially in the, the Filipino listeners out there, they can relate to the, uh, the, the aunties, especially the aunties. I mean, the titos can do, do the gossip, but the aunties do it best. They have perfected the art of gossip and trash talk and being discreet at it. I guess it's called the passive, passive aggressive way of uh, uh, coach, like you said, coaching. Life coaching. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I was talking to a good friend of mine. Uh, she is Filipina American too. And she was talking about, you know, she wants to be a good aunt, but she never really had a great model, role model, because her aunts were the first one to criticize her, put her down. And I was like, oh, I could relate. Um, I mean, not all of our aunts were like that. There were we had aunts that were nice and caring. And I'm sure those aunties that were... Uh, giving us some, I guess, quote, advice or life advice in somewhere, some way, somewhere in their hearts. They were just trying to help us. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think especially old school Filipinos, and that's it, not even uh, just Filipinos. I mean, you hear a lot of like people from different cultures, especially old school from other countries. I mean, it's just like, their version of like tough love and they're just open about how they say things, you know, like um, when, you know, you know, like, like I said, to carry on from like what they consider now when people talk about these toxic, uh, the toxic traits that the Filipinos have, especially with gossiping, like they'll, they'll mention your skin color or your weight, especially like, Oi, you're getting fat. Tumatabaka. Kind of things like that, or I hear these other things. I maganda kasana, 
kung hindi ka itim, maitim, which means, oh, you'd be beautiful. They'll always give you a compliment and they'll follow it up. They'll preface it. When a compliment is coming, it's prefaced by a compliment. You know, it's going to be followed by an insult. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is true. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you're so, you're so maganda, which means beautiful. If you weren't as dark, they'd just say it nice or something like that. <laughs> or they seem like it's saying it nicely. Yeah. Because they say it with a smile. Yeah, and they say, oh, you're they said they are getting chubby. It's like you know things like that. Oh well, nowadays it's called healthy, right? Yeah. Oh, you're so healthy because they're getting PC and then they can't yeah. really say fat anymore. Yeah, yeah, and I've been like I said, maybe times have changed and the culture has changed because people, the the new generation of Filip- Filipinos have, you know, b- become more aware of woke of it. But you know, I'm pretty sure. Even growing up, I don't think they knew, because especially Philippines, sometimes there's a there's a, a fine line, you know, between just uh, trying to be like what do you call this? Just trying to be, because a lot of Filipinos, the old school Filipinos, they're just really very blunt about everything, yeah. and so it's it, it's it's become so part of the culture that it 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 doesn't even seem like an insult, because you know. If they feel like they're telling you the truth, it's not, you know, they're telling you in front of you. And in a way, it's a good and bad thing, but they're telling you in front of your face, like, unnecessary truth that you really yeah. don't don't need, you know. Yeah, it's like, um, to them, the premise is that they're trying to help you out. Yeah. And the delivery is not so subtle. And actually, it could, it, it's generational, right? Because they heard it from their aunts or their older, um, somebody who is an older aunt or an older sibling or cousin. And so they think that's a form of helping you. Yeah, you know, you know especially like um, another big thing is like when you're trying to do homework or study, they'll just they use the word antamo. That means you're stupid. <laughs> They're like, what you can't do this on tangamode, which means you're stupid, like I said. And to, and and if you trans the translation is sounds even even worse. But when you use the word what are you stupid? Sometimes it's not meant in that way, in a hateful way, you know. But yeah, you're you're there for hours studying a problem or something, and you're there for hours and you're getting yelled at, trying to concentrate, and the insults are coming. Yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, and they think they're helping you. Well, you know, like a, big, like a big thing, like when I used to do construction at the house with, you know, Uncle Roger and all my uncles, I know they love me. It is just like tough love. So like I said, it doesn't have to be the aunties, like tough love, especially from your uncles. It's old school. I mean, the other cultures, they'll say, they'll, you know, it's just old school way of talking to you. It's like, hey, hurry up. You're so slow. You're so stupid. What are you doing? Is this dumb? You know? Yep. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, like here in the States, growing up here, um, we didn't know anybody. We knew we were loved. We knew people cared for us, and we were different because we grew up in a really uh, big family, and so, and we got close to them, but the defense mechanism that we developed growing up in a big family, especially those that are very vocal has helped us 
field off all these criticism or bullying or whatever you want to call it nowadays, trigger, triggering, you know, it's made us stronger. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, I think that's the word, tough skin, you know, because I even had growing up like out in the suburbs uh, after like a Brookline and the city, I grew up, you know, a lot of my, some of my, a lot of my friends were Italian and Irish and especially in the Italian culture, like it's a big, it's almost like a Filipino thing. I mean, it's a big family, everyone's blatant and everyone's old school is the same thing. It's just, you, you build a tough skin. So like you, you said, like in high school, even in the military, all the yelling, all the, the cuss words and all the insults, I, it didn't faze me because, you know, I, grew, I had a tough skin. So it was, maybe they just prepared me for, you know, for that type of life, lifestyle. So, yeah, I guess it's that saying, what doesn't kill you will help you. Or drive you crazy. Or Or drive you crazy, right. (laughs) Or nowadays drive kids insecure. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there there could be some damaging effect to it. um, Because I've known some some Filipino-American friends who have left where they grew up and they're distant from their family because they're like, you know, why should I be there? I mean, growing up, all I heard was I wasn't pretty enough or I wasn't smart enough or I'm not good enough. And yeah, it could be taken that way. And I mean, I, at one point I did that. Well, a lot of times, Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. well, I guess yeah. I don't need to be in that toxic environment. You know, what would be interesting is, I never thought about is comparing different uh, regions of the Philippines of, of how, I guess it would be more of a tribal thing or something, but like different regions, like obviously if you live in, in Manila, it's probably, it would be interesting, especially for our listeners, if it would be the same in, you know, in the outskirts compared to if you grew up in Manila in Luzon or how it is if you grew up in like uh, Cagayan de Oro and different other places or in, in Samar, I guess it's different too. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure it would be different, but I think the similarity is still the same because I know even in mom's culture, the, the aunties is still the same thing. The gossip is still there, but it's it's not as vocal, I guess. It's there, but it's not, like you said, the, the delivery and, and uh, it's not as vocal. You know, the delivery is totally different. Yeah, I must say there are um, there are people in our family that's a little more subtle in the way they deliver things and careful because they're more mindful. So I don't know if that's by region or by personality or by families, but I know yeah. in different cultures, uh, I know in Southeast Asia at least, uh, there are you know aunties are are the same. They like to tell you what to do. And they gossip. I mean, not all aunties are like that. I mean, I'm an aunt and I, I'm trying to be cognizant of what I say or how I say things to another, you know, to uh, to my nieces so that I don't, I don't trigger or I don't put some kind of trauma in them. And I don't want to say trauma because that's so, uh, that's so deep but I guess for some people it ha- it was traumatic you know yeah. words do matter 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it's different for everybody, and I guess the coping mechanisms are different, you know, like I said, I mean, and it's like you said, sometimes, and, you know, speaking of which, I think, uh, like you said, speaking of which, these gossips, I think the best time where you see it the most is probably family gatherings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you, you know, before the family ga- gatherings, I think the... I think that's where fact checks are made when the family gathering happens. Like, you know, the gossip will probably be there, I guess, maybe back in the days when, uh, you know, before the Facebook and stuff, before all this, you would just, it would be hearsay. People would call, aunties would call each other or write each other about somebody or talk to each other, talk so and so about so-and-so. And it's like, did you hear about so-and-so? Did you see her boyfriend? Did you see what happened to their marriage? But I may, or did you hear? Now it's like Facebook. Did you see on Facebook? I'm pretty sure. So the transmission is faster now. But it may, I think back then it was during family gathering. They would then they could see it was a fact check. You could see they could verify. They'll talk to you about it. They'll be subtle about it. Oh, they'll be like, oh, how are you doing? And then they'll try to gather some information. Like, who are you with? Oh yeah, or did you hear she's with so and so? And then they'll, you know, that's when they'll go to a family gathering. Or did you hear she dropped out of school? Or did you hear she did this and stuff like that? Yeah, you know. But now you see it on Facebook. I'm pretty sure. So now it's Facebook has united all the aunties. <laughs> oh, was, all over the world. <laughs> yeah, it was no longer one aunt tells the other aunt tells the other aunt, and people put their business on Facebook any on social media now. So. Now we have what we call Facebook wars. So Oh, that's we, true. Yeah, that's we have face, we have Facebook wars and WikiLeaks or AntiLeaks. Instead of WikiLeaks, AntiLeaks. So, Did you see on Facebook? Yeah, all the aunties <laughs> talk about it. So Yeah. It must be true cuz it's on Facebook. Yeah, that's how they But back then it was probably pretty cool cuz you know you, you go to a family gathering the aunties get next to each other they talk about stuff and they confirm it and it's probably still the same they'll just say hey did you see on facebook is it true they'll double fact check it when they're together yeah or did you did you hear it must be true because it's on facebook or the, the best thing is if at the family gathering sometimes too like did you see her bag <laughs> did you did you check out her jewelry her bag it must be what's that word um what is that thing, word they call fancy in Tagalog, which means fake? <laughs> yep. But Facebook has become um, not only about, you know, how they look, but what are they wearing? Who are they with? What did yep. they do? Yeah, it's fact checks. And then you see the comments now, too. And it's not even that anymore now. Uh, yeah. They, they they can make their comments on the spot now, real time. It's not like, it's not like, and it's kind of worse now because people, at least back then, if they want to respond to somebody, they had time to cool off, think about, they were more, uh, they were more tactical about how they would respond. Now everything is just like instant. Once it's on the, the thread, you know, they start going back and forth. Yeah. And um, yeah. And it's even about how many likes there are. Yeah. And then they analyze the picture. 
you know, or, on Facebook, like, did you see that? Like, they'll they'll microscope it. Yeah. Or, like you said, besides scrutinizing, they'll, like, I got blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Why was I blocked? Yeah. It's like you said, the gossip is, it's still there. I mean, you have the, like, the people talk about the toxic traits of, like, they'll tell you in person, I mean, which is good. I mean, they'll tell you up front, so you already know what they're thinking. I think the worst is when they're not telling you and they're, and they're talking behind your back, you know, because it, it happens, you know, like you can still, no matter, I tell people, no matter how far, you, sometimes you're connected to family regardless, you know, so there's nothing you can do by blood. So, I mean, you'll always hear it from somebody, from somebody, because like, my example, I live 3,000 miles away and I still hear things uh, in Boston, you know. Hey, I heard what someone said about you. He's like, what? I'm living 3,000 miles away. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's true. Um, I Okay, so a great example is the podcast we're doing, right? Yeah. And as we mentioned before, the things that we talk about in those podcasts is, of course, from our memories and from the stories that Mamang told us. Yeah. Right? And then, so the last time I went back east, um, I've heard from one of our cousins. It wasn't, he didn't even tell me in person, but I heard from your nephew, my son, that one of our relatives said, oh, I fact-checked what your, your aunt and your aunt, I mean, what your mom and your uncle are saying. I asked my dad and they said that, you know, what you said wasn't true. What they said isn't true. So I'm confused. And so they asked this to my son and I said, uh, I just saw that person two days ago. They could have asked me in person or they could have called us. They have our phone number or yes. they could have messaged us. Like, like I said, it's, it's no big thing. I mean, like everything we talk about in the podcast is just, you know, it's nothing personal. It's just, like you said, it, the things that we hear, like I said, I interviewed Ma, or Mama, actually, we started talking. I have a, like a whole four hour session where they're like, because I knew she was getting old. She always lived, when she came here, she lived here, stayed in my place for a long time, maybe a few months. And, you know, Mama and I, we spent a lot of time and she I think at that point she was starting, she wanted to talk about a lot of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I have the recording, you know, we were talking at Uncle June's apartment and then, you know, she told me this whole story. So, I mean, that's why even the things we talked about, because I didn't even know the history until she started talking about it and even asked uh, dad, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't even want to mention on the podcast, you know, that from other people. So we don't even talk about that, but she, you know, the things that she talked about, well, like I said, we talked about our mom. Obviously, we're not going to talk about anybody else. So that's her experiences. Like, for for example, yeah, my, my mom and mom and dad, because that's our parents. And mom was the one, like, who told me these other stories. So, and then, and that's just a few examples. I mean, but like I said, anything we talk about that podcast is nothing gets anybody. We just talk about what my, my our mom's experience, our dad's experience, and based also on mom's, mom's testimonial. So, is never based even based on our our interpretations based on what somebody else said, which is factual. So, yeah, no, some of the stories she told me, I I concur because those are the things I've heard since um, from Mama growing up with her. You know, I'm very close to her, and these are the stories she told me when I was uh, 
I was with her growing up and they've been consistent throughout the years. They were the same stories. So when you were telling me, I said, oh, those are the same stories. Mama yeah. And I, didn't know, and I didn't even know some of those stories until I got, I asked you about it, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've had the recording some crazy yeah. stuff. I mean, I, re I really did want to, that's why I did the recording interview with mom because I did want to do like a, a story on her. So maybe one, one time I'll do it, I'll do it on her because she's got an interesting background. But yeah, I mean, just, just not even that, like, yeah, you yeah, I mean, could be 3,000 miles away and you're still, people are still talking. Like a good example, like even I moved here from the government military and then uh, I remember when I, just a, just a, I mean, I laugh at it. Just like, uh, I remember when I got this, I bought the house, you know, here, the house I have now in Las Vegas. And then mom was the one who actually told me and even I think dad, because he was kind of mad. He goes, oh yeah, I told everybody you just bought a house in, in, uh, in Las Vegas near the military base. And, you know, cause you know, I, I had to get the, I had to be close to the military base. They always needed me. So I always had to get a house out here. And then I guess someone told that, well, I said, how, how did he get that house? He didn't get put a down pay. He can't afford a down payment on that house. It's like, uh, excuse me, it's a job and uh, the military helps me pay for it, but it doesn't matter. It's nobody's business to criticize if I can afford it or not. But yeah, things like that. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, there's always somebody saying things. And it's funny because everybody's memories are different, but there are facts. Because I remember when I was um, living in Paris, and even when, when I was going to school, I, I, when I went to the Philippines, you know, just for a visit, one of our distant relatives there said, oh, that's so nice of your grandmother to pay for your, uh, for your tuition in MIT. And I said, she didn't pay my tuition. <laughs> like, what? I mean, of course I didn't say it out loud because she's, you know, I guess she's a distant relative and I don't want to cost any, I don't know. Um, but I was thinking, um, no, that's not true. And then this thing that when I lived in Paris that she was the one paying, I'm thinking, no, that's not true either. So rumors get around and it's, I don't know. To me, it, it bothered me before saying just to make people look good, they would say things that are not true yeah. and diminish and diminish, you know, the accomplishment that, uh, that, that I have. Cause I was very proud that I didn't, ask anybody else to to do that but yeah these are yeah i mean i just like i said i just laugh at it i mean when i heard that i said it was kind of like hmm, i already know who said that or i said what's even the point i even remember the time um uh, one of my one of our cousins uh um mother one of our aunts i haven't seen her like in a long time she said oh john g i want to go see your house and i said all right that's fine. Like, so she went with me and then uh, she went to the house and it goes, oh, it's not that bad. Someone said it was like, so I'm not going to mention the names. Like, what? I was like, what? It's like, what story did you hear? It's like, you, I said, like, you came all the way out here with me just to check out if, you know, to verify if the house was really what the other person said it was. Like, oh, my goodness. I mean, I just laughed. I was like, oh, my. But that's just like a toxic Filipino trait. That's one of those things like. You know, they always have to check out, you know, what house you have, what car you have, instead of 
just saying, oh, instead of just being happy, you know, it was sometimes, and unfortunately, that's what we talked about in the isms that we talked about. It's, it's just that mentality that, unfortunately, in our culture, I'm pretty sure it's it's not just our culture, but, you know, people just, you know, it, it carries over. And that's where the gospel starts. And then fact checks start. It's like, but stuff like that, you know, instead of just saying, well, that's good that they got a, a, a house. And so, and, but, you know, it's always followed by what kind of house is it? Or what kind of car is it? Or where is it located? Or... Oh, I bet you it's not new or this and that, you know. But yeah, yeah, see, that's that's that is the that is the fatalistic or yeah detrimental thing that we do as Filipino. I don't want to say all Filipinos, but there there is that saying um, that it's that we like to see other people down and to yeah. put ourselves up, which is wrong. And this is, uh, I guess, what they call it in the Philippines is the crab mentality. Yeah. You know, somebody's going up, but you can't stand people going up. So you try to bring them down like the crabs do. Yeah. So I mean, that, and, and like I said, I mean, sometimes I do like it more like when I, see, when I see it up front instead of like you're hearing the stories from behind. It's like, huh. I mean, I just laugh at it. I mean, it's, I guess, you know, we're just so used to it. I mean growing up you could grow I think growing up when you're a kid you that it doesn't you don't see it as much but as you get older you know it's like oh you start recognizing it more you know what I'm saying yeah. well yeah so when we were kids we probably didn't mind it so much and those little uh passive aggressive remarks or you know making us feel like we're not worth it uh, because of, I don't know, who who our mom, like, yeah, they're just, just this, this passive aggressive way of um, not or putting us down. And, but as you get older, and you're like, wait a minute, that was wrong. <laughs> that was actually yeah. wrong. But, but you know, you know, how it is. I mean, I, I just laugh at it. You know, I mean, it's just one of those things, because when you when you think about it, so yeah, you either just you're used to it or just like, hmm, well, it's just another thing, you know. And then but plus, if you're smart enough and you know you have enough intelligence and and wisdom, it's like, oh, well, whatever. I mean, that's their insecurity, or it's just, you know, people just have nothing else better to do, you know. Because like like I said, I laugh at him. I'm like three thousand miles away. I hear, I still like Mama would tell me stories like, oh, I heard this and that, and then. It's like, Mama, I'm three thousand miles away. How am I? How how is it coming from me? I said, I'm I'm here in the government, in the military. I'm like, how how is my how are my words getting interjected and and talking about other people back home? I say, how does that even like happen? You know? Oh, that happened a lot because that happened too when I was living in Paris. And I was, like, like, <laughs> I was like, I said, I'm here, and all of a sudden, like people are saying this about me like she told me a story one time like uh this was like maybe four years ago and she said oh i said this about somebody it's like i was like why would i was like anybody who knows me like i've never really talked talked about any of like any of my relatives or i just you know it's like i'm just happy go lucky most of the time and then like all of a sudden like I was like, how is that even possible? But I just laugh. I just brush it off. It's whatever. 
And well, I, at that point, at it, or else you're going to be frustrated. And yeah, well, at um, that point too, it was like I knew like people with Mama was getting older, and I know maybe she heard it, but just the fact that she must have heard it from somebody if Mama told told if my name is getting thrown out like that. But it's just that's just a no, you know. But that's just I think that you know, just probably in our family and our culture that happens. Sometimes sometimes you just can't take it seriously, or you just go like. You know, there's no point in getting mad about stuff like that. Well, I don't want to say it's just our culture. I think it's prevalent in a yeah. lot of cultures. Yeah. There is, you know, these aunties. Um, and it, it's it's that older female um, figure that, that seems to be in our heads. I know it was like that growing up. And then I had to just expunge it because it could be toxic and it will hold you back. So, um, you know, for, for me, I just take the lessons from it and yeah. move on because oh. yeah, you and I, you and I were, uh, were subject to that a lot growing up. Little interruption there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever come into my studio, lady. No, I'm just my mom. But no, but it, but it's true. Like I, I tell people, I said, you know, if you don't grow up in it, and then especially the new generation when, because I'm I'm seeing it more and more. Talking people talking about it, it's so toxic. I don't want to be around that. I guess it's different for everybody. If you didn't grow up in old school way, then it's gonna get you know. And then and then, like you said, even if you did grow up in the old school way, and now you're, as I don't know. I think as you get older. It either bothers you more or doesn't bother you at all. But if you if you let it bother you, I mean, it's just gonna drive you crazy. And there's no rhyme or reason to it, you know. It's not yeah. science, you know. I mean, there's just no rhyme and reason to any of it. But I, that's the thing. Don't let it bother you. Yeah. And well, that's why people just laugh at it, you know. Yeah, and you have to understand that it comes from it comes from somewhere. That people treat you, not just the aunties, but people treat you a certain way. And it might not be, pos it's not in a positive life. It's because something is going on with them, right? Something yeah. is going on inside of them. Or they learned it from somebody else. Or they're, you know, that's how they grew up. And they just didn't know any better. Yeah. Or some people, like, I don't want to give them that much. Some people are just miserable. And that's just part of it. And even though no matter how smart they are or... They're just lacking something and they're just miserable like that. And you can't get caught up because sometimes if you engage, then you become miserable. So it's just no, there's no point in it. You know, there's no point in engaging and spending your time. It's a waste of time. You just listen to it and let it go. Either you confront it, they don't want to listen, you let it go. So it's no, uh, like I tell people, if, if it's not affecting my, if it's not affecting, uh, you know, my finances or, you know, and I let it affect my, my mind state as a it's not good for me so uh, i just laugh at it and let it go so well that's what you have to do or else it can become toxic in your life yeah because it'll just like circulate in your head and linger it and yeah fest. and then it lives in your head <laughs> and then you you get stuck there you're like yeah. in a mud like they say malalo alam jan sa kalakohan ng isip mo Translate for those that don't speak the He's gonna go crazy in your, your like ridiculous thoughts. 
That is very, very true. You can't let it go and live in your mind because then you get stuck. You're like in a mud or a, a quicksand and you can't get up and you don't want to give that satisfaction. Then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy of what they say will become true, especially the negative talk. Oh, you know, I knew they weren't going to amount. Or she wasn't going to amount to something. I knew that was so it's like, oh, my gosh. It's, oh, it's, you know, some people will just never be satisfied. Oh, you know, like I said, you I mean, you know, there's just people who like, you know, you know, there's just going to be people like that. They're not going to be happy with what you do. Like, that's Or why they're not happy themselves, so they want everybody else to be miserable. Yeah. You know, they won't, don't want to believe. Yeah. Yep. But what, what can you do? Like I said, it is the way of... It's just that's just the way it is, the gossip and the aunties. And I don't know why the aunt, aunties have perfected it more than the uncles, titos, and than the titos. The titas have done it. I don't know why. Maybe uh, because most of the time the aunties have more time. Maybe yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think you the know, titos, I think the titos back in the days would rather just play their guitar and drink with their buddies. <laughs> or they're out in the field working. Yeah. Or doing something else. I don't know, but yeah. I guess it's for entertainment purposes too. Like when people, like I said, have nothing else to do. So, so you know how this controversy sells. That's why we have TMZ. That's why we have the gossip columns and everything like that. Page six, the mm -hmm. National Enquirer. Remember, we used to call them the National Enquirer. Yeah. Yep, gossip. I said controversy sells. You know, everything else is boring. That's why we have the news or fake news or whatever it is now. So. Yeah, taking time to spin everything. Yep. And so, that's what it is. It's just it's just spinning. Some of these aunties could have been could have done well in the CIA or for espionage. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about that because then they would have given away the secrets. <laughs> but would the secrets have been the truth? Because they spun it so much. <laughs> that's you, true. They spun it in their head, so we don't know if it. The truth becomes a lie, or the lie is the truth. <laughs> oh, I remember that song. Remember that song? Rumors? Yes. See, it resonates. You don't have to be Filipino. It's just yep. everywhere. Room, that's how rumors get started. Yeah, you know, it's funny, too. Like, when, It's not just the negative stuff, but sometimes, like, we'll talk about, they'll always remember you for, like, even the, like, I know they'll say, oh, that is so-and-so. She went to... Uh, this school or he went to like I said to this day they'll just say oh Georgie he's the one who was in the Air Force like damn that was like how many years ago <laughs> you know they'll just remember you from whatever they can associate it with or they'll remember you with a negative association in their head at the same time <laughs> it just depends what what they want to remember you in yeah yeah but like it depends on the trade because I've heard people talk about hey so-and-so, yeah, he graduated, he went to this school, I was like, oh, didn't, he just, didn't he go to school, like, to that school, like, 15 years ago? <laughs> so they either base it on what you accomplished, or sometimes they'll just base it, base on, it what, on something negative that they want to remember you about. Yeah, during their talk, or that, that's, that's what the gossip is, that's, that's, the, that's, behind, that's the behind closed door talk. So you have, you have the open the open conversation and the closed conversation. You know how it is. Oh, okay. I also remember one time I was included in this book. Um, it was in college. It was like a, a, it's 
Yeah, it was it was a great book. It's like who's who and something, whatever. And then one of the aunts was like, oh, that can't be true. She did it herself. And I'm thinking, okay, I I publish a thousand, like a, I don't know, 300 page book so that my name could be included among thousands of other college students in there. I'm like, okay. I mean, like some of the rumors or some of the things they say is so out of control and wild. It's like, when you think about it, you're like, how could they even say that? Because it doesn't make sense, but it's to them to satisfy themselves and make them feel better, even though it doesn't seem plausible. Yeah. No. And yeah, that's how rumors get started, right? Yep. It's either they can't believe that you can actually do something or, or if it's something negative, they can believe it. So they'll believe the negative stuff, but when it's like something that's, an achievement that's like, no way. <laughs> like I said, hence the house. No way he got a house by himself. <laughs> there must have been something. That's not really his house. Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, I, I was know. like, oh, I could believe it. That happened. He, he must have done that. I knew he'd do something like that. It's like, relax, people. I know it gives you joy when something bad happens. They love you when you're down and kind of smirk when you're up <laughs> that's right that's right that is it that's how but, rumors get but, started but like i said you know we, we still have to laugh at it you know the, the aunties and the gossip and things you just have to laugh at it there is there is like you, that's all you can do is just laugh at because it's for entertainment you know the the, the the thing is when it's not for entertainment when you like said like the great nas poet rapper said Character assassination will kill you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah, because if it's somebody, and, and I don't, and it's the other thing too. It's like they'll talk negatively about other people, and then you know they can help out, but then they don't. They just like to stew in that negativity, and that person's negativity. It's like, wait, okay, you you see that that person's down. Um, why don't you do something about it instead of just talking about it and putting them down further? Because that doesn't help. Well, like you said, some people just enjoy it. They love yeah. it. And yeah, it's not just Filipinas, like I said. It's it's all across, just like that song by the Timex uh, Social Club. Remember that song? Rumor? Yep. That, that's how rumors get started. Or like they say in Proverbs 26, 24, 25, he who hates disguises it with his lips, but he lays up in deceit in his heart. When he speaks graciously, do not believe him, for there are seven abominations in his heart. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one to end it. Okay. So this has been great. Thank you. Anything it is else? Funny. It is funny. Adis, keep gossiping. Keep it alive. <laughs> Keep mo keep motivating your nephew, nieces, and kids. That is the motivation. <laughs> and let's hope that it is a motivation. People who are who are victims of these nasty rumors, just laugh at it. Don't make them come true. Rise above it because they shouldn't have the last say. Yep. And like I said, some of it. Some of these aunties, aunties, they, they they say it so much it's just embedded, but there's no hatred, but it's just like like good trash talk, like 
Gary Payton trash talk. <laughs> <laughs> or, or what's his name? The great late Celtic, uh, well, he's still alive, Kevin Garnett trash talk. As long as you don't let it affect you, infect your game. Keep playing. <laughs> that is true. Okay, thank you, people. Madam Salamat. Sorry for the long wait. Yes. See? See? So I'm just putting on that song. Whoop, whoop, DJ Cherry. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> hey, music was a big part of our lives. Yep. All right. Maybe we'll talk about that in our next podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Madam Salamat. Ingat, everybody. Have a good day. Good evening.